weekend of so-called Barclays football. It's supposed to be the best league in the world, this. And yet I keep getting just awful, awful football every single weekend. This is not why I pay all this money to watch. Nothingness, boringness, depressingness, sadness. Which game are you describing? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I mean, there's only one way game we have to start with, isn't it? Yes, I, I, well, I don't know. Do you, do you, are you sure you really want to talk about Aston Villa Crystal Palace? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, come on. Let's talk about the <laughs> elephant in the room. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. Not your weekend at all whatsoever. Uh, not as either after our preview last week. So, so depressing. What a shit weekend. Just horrific for you lot. Yeah. Talk about going all those amount of steps forward and then getting kicked all the way back to the start like you're playing snakes and ladders. Yeah. We've been sent to jail and Monopoly. And you're never getting released. Mm. I mean, it's... let's just talk about the game then. Um, fantastic result for Jurgen Klopp's side, who we said in recent weeks have started to look good. Uh, they hadn't really played anyone of offering too much prior to that. Um, obviously, they had the Merseyside derby. Uh, midway through February, and they comfortably won that. And then the following week, they uh, beat Newcastle, who seemed to be in a, in a downwards decline in the league. And then we were speaking on Friday as well about their front three of Salah, Gakpo, and uh, Darwin Nunez coming alive and looking really well together. And it was case in point uh, yesterday against Manchester United, a fantastic performance from that front three. Looked absolutely electric on every attack that they had. Yeah, they showed you lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is probably their best game that the front three have played since all of them have been uh, together at Liverpool. And it I always the was the statement that don't doubt these two. Darwin yeah. Nunes is no flop now after this performance. Cody Gakpo no. was starting to slowly get those things, but then here he comes, proving exactly why yeah. both of these teams actually wanted to sign him, but of course he chose Jurgen Klopp's man. And the fact that Man United weren't doing permanent signings in this January chance. No, you were too busy going for different Dutch strikers. I mean, it's just because they knew they weren't able to sign players permanently. It was literally the mould from day one of that transfer window that they would only be signing glow players. But anyway, enough on that. There it is. Grab yeah, the and green it... and yellow scarf. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Obviously, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just world-class performance. From football. I mean, United yeah. played well but, in the no, first no, no, half. No, you can say world-class performance. United fell to pieces. Yeah. Uh, good Ish first half from United definitely created some chances on uh, Allison's goal. Nothing that you'd say all too dangerous to him. Obviously, Casemiro had that goal that uh, he scored, which was offside, and uh, rightly so. But then, yeah, it just United just seemed to collapse the, the last five minutes of the first half. 
when obviously Cody Gakpo scored his first goal and then the restart, I think Manchester United were just stuck in the dressing room for the rest of that second half because they were woeful. Horrific. And you could point out numerous players in that regard. Yeah. Martinez. What? Luke Shaw. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Awful. See, I'm going to give Delo the benefit of the doubt. Why? How many goals came from the right side? Uh, the first one did. Yes, that's probably it. Did any of those second half goals come from that right hand side? I don't believe they did. Uh, I'm just trying to run it through my head again. Uh, I don't don't worry, so. I'll happily do that for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> second goal uh, was Nunez. I'm trying to. If it was across the ball, across the box, I think it was... Partly Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott, yes. And then the third one from... Mo Salah. And then... And no, Gagpo, the Gagpo chip was the third yeah. one. That was glorious. That yeah. Salah pass. Oh. Yes. Was this Salah's Absolutely best game of the season? Uh, yeah. He seems yeah. to be uh, rejuvenated and in the process in this game as well becoming Liverpool's all-time Premier League top goal scorer now with 129 goals he took the yellow card taking the shirt off like, my god these don't get set it off this man is ripped yeah we'll talk about Ronaldo and he's more sort of like, Salah <laughs> good lord definitely built like a king um <laughs> Yeah, they all both all those three scored, scored twice. I'm trying to think which one of the other ones was decent. Actually, I didn't even remember. Like, God, I mentioned Salad. The pass was good, but he floored Martinez in the process. Send that man back to Ajax. Yeah, he did. His soul left his body like Doctor Strange. Like, pushing over. Yeah, he he got done badly. I mean, I'm not going to say the weather played a factor in that one. Because it played a factor in all of the second half as well. Because it was, it just seemed to come down really heavily. Because even Liverpool were making a bit of uh, mistakes quite early on. Um, after they Double, scored yeah. the second goal, yeah, the more thing uh, I'm fairly certain. Every goal was on that left side. I think Luke Shaw should be pretty embarrassed and humiliated after that performance. It wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, I think that was his worst performance in a long time. Wouldn't surprise me if come Thursday we see. Malassia back in the starting eleven. I always thought you looked better with Malassia in as well. Yeah, I feel. Granted, I don't know, for me, I think he would granted short uh, the spot. Like they've obviously gone on a long run, and he's been a part of yeah. that, so you wouldn't expect him to be dropped. But there were other players that deserve to be mentioned. Casemiro was awful in this. Yeah. Um, Anthony. What? <laughs> yeah, Anthony was god awful in that. I know he's a winger and you want him doing attacking stuff, but guess what, mate? You've got to go back and defend as well. Poor Dallow was just hung out to dry from him. But the first goal, I think, helped in that regard. Mm. Also, F- Fred's defending of that first goal. Like, he sees Fred as well as goes towards Fred. him, then he stops, and then Gakpo uh, just runs behind him, and like, Fred just left wondering where the hell get close. I'm like, just get closer to the man. And that doesn't happen. Yeah. But there's one yeah, other name that I left out from that and because he deserves his own segment. His own wing, 
really. Bruno Fernandes, what the... F- what? Like, he can't, at this point, forgive any... The, the way he acts on a football pitch. Yeah, there was... <sighs> you try and come up with defensible things, but yeah, it was just a uh, poor all-round from him and really poor performance. And considering he's meant to be one of the leaders of the team, it's just... What is your captain? Really bad. Yeah. That's why it's worse. This is your captain who doesn't... It, 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 when you watch watching it, it doesn't come across like he's trying to motivate people to get back into it. He's he's just having a go at them. Mm-hmm. But you've got to try and motivate them back into it in that situation. And yeah. where do we start on the whinging? Because it's just embarrassing. It's even worse in a situation like this. Oh, 100% it is. It's just... Yeah, there's times where you're like, okay, you can see his mentality of like, um, he's got that winning mentality and definitely able to make amends uh, for stuff. And like, you can see, okay, he's proper captain. But other times, like yesterday, just absolutely poor, moaning about every last little thing. There was like so many. You just, there was like just so many sometimes. examples of him losing his head. Yeah. And there's just going to be times when you just got to go, right, okay, I'm not going to get every decision, especially in a big match like this. Just sometimes you just got to shut up and get on with it. I'd have took him off. Like, you just see, like, he's, he's a walking red card, essentially. Like, you got to get rid of him. And that seems to be his way in these big games. He seems to struggle against... Emotion. He's too emotional. Yeah. And it like I love really that player. I want to be motivated, but you've got to be able to control it. Yeah. And yeah, in these big games, he just hasn't been showing it at all. Seems too on the line, and like you say, he could be a walking red card at times. And, Do you think he was um, lucky for not maybe seeing red for moving aside the linesman? Yeah, I think he definitely could have seen red. And we may have seen it in another game. I'd have sent him off for but, just trying to fool the official and thinking he'd been hit in the head when he was just hitting the chest. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. But, I think it's one of them. United needed a loss to try and humble themselves down. Obviously not as humiliating as that. No team wants to be losing 7-0. But now you've got to see what is United's test of character now for the rest of the season because they're still in all the competitions. We said uh, Europa League, they play their round of 16 game on Thursday against Real Betis. Obviously still in the FA Cup where they drew Fulham, was it? Yes. And now obviously the... The other thing I've mentioned is they've got to finish top four. What is Ten Hag going to get out of these players now for the rest of the season after this humiliating defeat? Can they bounce back on Thursday and go again and look like a much better team? And there's one thing could I help them a lot. Needs to be, but it could also mentioned. hinder them. Yeah, true. I think there's one thing that also needs to be mentioned in that 
this was being described as like a freak like match. Like, yeah, kind of is. You know, Liverpool don't just beat Manchester United seven nil. <laughs> that no, doesn't I mean happen. This is the first time but, since what eighteen ninety five. You said that. Yeah, they've beaten five nil before. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, but this is like the biggest scoreline. Uh, between the two sides yeah. since 1895 when they were both in Division 2. Yeah, but the point I was going to make was it's not it's not a freak performance this season. They've been beaten 4-0. They've conceded four goals twice, from what I can think of on the top of my head. They've conceded six as well. There is there is something there in, in this. Like There's moments where they just lose it completely. Yeah, um, I think the only way you can class it as a bit of a freak result is if you go off Liverpool's season because of how they have been this season. But in terms of Manchester United, like you said, there's definitely been games this season where they've looked really poor and they never seem to get a result against Liverpool at Anfield. Like at Old Trafford, they can get a result, as uh, is mentioned. Uh, however, at Anfield, they just really, really struggle. And I think the last manager to pick up a victory there was Jose or Louis van Gaal. That's why Jose was the best. <laughs> I'll get more on that later. Uh, but the point I could counter that with is, and I'm almost going very Graham Souness with this, because I think he did say this as well in the pre-match. You know, there was a moment against Real Madrid that they looked like they could have battered him. Mm. So they have it in them. And we saw it last night, really. Yeah. Is this where we talk pundits now? Because they were just this was prime TV last night. Soon as pre-match, practically called it, and you just had Neville and Car- and Keane laughing at him. Mm. You're Carrick laughing at me. Well, who's laughing now? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Know, post-match, glorious. As expected, when you see a result. No, never was on his knees, practically. He couldn't defend that. There was no way. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like I haven't even talked about the in-match. <laughs> what was it, the comment? Never said, you just don't, you know, you just don't go and concede seven characters, but they do that. Yeah. Well, I didn't go catch it at first. I'm just going singing on Twitter. Oh, my God, he called it, told him to do one. <laughs> I mean, because they also had that um, commentary camera. When in that moment, I was thinking, there's better be a commentary cam for this. (laughs) Yeah. And you could just see Neville's like, if I have to stay here any fucking longer, I'm just going to walk out. And I'm surprised he didn't walk out because if that was me, I would have just. From the photo. The minute I see him taking the photo, I'm probably like, come on, man. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm hitting character and then just leaving the camera. Doesn't make you any better than him. <laughs> no, well, oh. then again, that's, that's one of two occasions where I'd ever be in Anfield, one on commentary and the other on in the dugout because I'm a manager. Yeah, and, and I, I was fully convinced Jurgen Klopp was going to hit that supporter in the, in the face after nearly injuring Andy Robertson after that seventh goal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if he had. Like, that's your hero. <laughs> Just injured your era. Yeah, he's banned a lot. Yeah. 
Right, uh, let's have a look at the rest of the weekends then, shall we? Is there any point? <laughs> None of it even came close, although maybe one. Oh, it's amazing, Arsenal did what they did, and yeah, that's a blip compared to last night. Yeah, um, so Bournemouth do take a lead within, what, 30 seconds or so? No, 90 seconds. seconds. It was 9 seconds. The second fastest seconds. goal in Premier League history. Yeah, uh, Philip Billing scoring the goal. Then Amazing Arsenal move lose. as well. I just liked it. Oh, yeah. They lumbered the one side, but then decided to hit it down the other side where nobody is. So they've got all this space. Mm-hmm. The cross that somehow did reach Billing and he, he scored easy. Yeah. All the set uh, pieces uh, uh, just watching that and writing it down, getting in the notes. Like, yeah, definitely. Austin McFig definitely had a, a certain reaction when he saw that. Then uh, Trissard had to go off um, early on as well, replaced by Emil Smith Rowe. Uh, I so forgot about Emil Smith Rowe when I saw Equal, I was like, oh god, yeah, you. I think it's because of how well that front line's been doing, and he's only also slowly coming back from his injury. Yeah, he's, I think getting him back is a good sign for them. Yeah, definitely. However, what wasn't a good sign was just before the hour mark going 2-0 down, Marcus Sensi scoring. And everyone thought, are Arsenal going to throw the league here? Nope. Literally, within five minutes, Thomas Partey pulls one back and you're like, yeah, it's happening resurgence <laughs> is possible. No, it, it, I, yeah. I knew it was happening the second they scored that. Mm. Then, less than 10 minutes later, Ben White levels the score. Within a minute of Reese Nelson coming on the pitch, he gets an assist. Big impact play from uh, Nelson. And that wasn't his only big impact play because in the 97th minute of the game, he scores the winner and the whole Emirates Stadium goes mental. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they were celebrating for. They only scored a winner in the 97th minute. But... (laughs) Honestly, I'm amazed I haven't seen anything like that. I don't know how I've managed to avoid it, to be honest. I mean, it just was the winning mentality that Arsenal have this season because they yeah. just seemed really determined to uh, not let this one get past them. Mm. They've done it more than twice now. So, yeah, yeah, you could never count them out. I always get the same feeling. Like, remember Liverpool were doing it a bit this season? They yeah. won the league. It's like it's looking similar, although Arsenal, it's obviously not as clear in that regard, like Arsenal in a close race. Yeah, and it just shows like the hunger that they have of trying to break this long, near 20-year wait for a league title. The hunger in them is definitely there, and getting the result like this just proves it out. They're grinding the results. When sometimes you think, oh my God, Arsenal are going to drop points here. They're dropping points there. They get these last minute goals to, uh, to get what they need and get the three points in the end. Yeah, and the resurgence of Reese Nelson. Still going. He's, he's looking absolutely phenomenal. It's good to have like an impact player like, like that as well. Yeah. You always need one. So... Yeah, uh, twenty three as well. Yeah, still, that's mad. He's twenty three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one thing, obviously, uh, with him is he's out of contract at the end of this season, if I remember correctly. 
I feel like in a way he's earning that new deal. Yeah. But if he doesn't, I'll yeah. any team you'd, you'd take him. Oh, yeah, 100%. No, we're not any team. <laughs> like, reword that properly for the way people are probably going to take that. He gets it to any mid table side. I think I'd have him. Sort of I'd have four. him. <laughs> yeah. Um, elsewhere, Man City, they beat Newcastle earlier on in the day, winning 2 0. Uh, Phil Foden and Bernardo Silva with the goals in that one. Phil Foden, Foden looking a bit well. resurgent. Yeah, yeah, but it, this good, is a good. weird thing with Pep, isn't it? He takes people out of the team and then they get back in, they're fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, they're mentally or they're just fatigued in general, and they just need that break almost. Oh, hundred percent. Newcastle didn't offer anything to this. No, they're slipping. Yeah, they are slipping. And you look at Liverpool doing well, you start getting worried. At, oh God, are we? Could we even like lose? Europe completely. Well, I mean, they are now below them in the league. Liverpool moved up to fifth after their game, uh, after their result against Man United yesterday. Newcastle and obviously down Fulham to sixth. Win. They dropped to seventh. Yeah, I mean, they do have a game in hand over these teams, Newcastle. So yeah. that's their bit, that bit of shining light. However, it's form recently long. has been poor. Yeah, really worrying. Over I've the last couple of weeks. I think I said this in the last podcast. They're not in panic mode yet, but maybe they'll start getting there soon. Yeah, I think now that they're out of the, uh, obviously losing the Carabao Cup final as well, I think they need to be like, okay, like we need to make sure we finish in a European place now. And that mm. doesn't just defeat away our whole, what was a good season in the end. If it doesn't happen, it would at least tell them, okay, we know where we've got to, strengthen like wide areas yeah. they definitely need to i think i think they maybe need mm-hmm. another attacking midfield option and just yeah. just play isak like the options there why is isak not playing you me are all confused as to why he doesn't play i mean he didn't come on again until the 62nd minute with him and saint max men coming on as well as joe willick as well it's like that's three people <laughs> who probably should be starting it's just confusing a little bit. Like Eddie Howe is a good manager, but it's a debatable one, I think, from the outside looking in. Oh, 100%. Granted, I don't think Sam Maximan is like the saviour, but you know, no. he at least offers some of mm-hmm. uh, Right, let's have a quick recap of the rest of the weekend stuff. Uh, your Aston Villa side picking up a 1 0 victory over Crystal Palace. This is not uh, being said enough, Joachim right? Anderson. The job Unai Emery has done is incredible. 13 games ago, 12 or 13 games ago, we had nine points and we were 17th in the league. Now look at us. Yeah, I mean, back-to-back league wins. Gerard was an absolute fraud. This is the same group of players. I mean, we all knew Gerard was an absolute fraud, let's be honest. It, It just shows the difference. You get an elite manager in. Look what happens. I believe we're fourth now in the form table. I think there was something as well. If we'd had started the season with Emery as well, we'd be like six. Mm. Again, much needed result help you just just sort of reassure their places of like just being a top half side of the table. Well, I don't know. It feels like eleventh is just destined for us because we're not moving. I mean, you can still 
move up. Obviously, we have to play uh, Chelsea. We've got to play all that lot, pretty much. Yeah. So, so it's not out of the question yeah. of like a top seven. Don't give me hope. <laughs> you know, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Speaking of Chelsea, they actually won a game. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, Wesley Fofana with the only goal of that one as they beat Leeds United 1 0. I think it's a much needed result both for Chelsea and Graham Potter. Obviously, there's been a lot of talk. For one week. Yeah, a lot of talk of his future, but like I said on Friday, I just don't see him being under the cosh as many people are making out to be. Yeah, you feel like they have to see the season almost because yeah. of the options out there. Like I say, part sure they mm-hmm. want, but would he do that? No. Nah. Uh, elsewhere, Brighton hammered West Ham United 4 0 uh, to put more pressure back on uh, David Moyes. Yeah, going on to win 4 0 the week before and then have the same happen to you, just completely <laughs> undermines the first one. <laughs> yeah. Completely. Just, yeah, bad. They're, 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 uh, they're called for his head now. The, the scenes in the away end were not nice. Yeah, and you, there was even the chance of you getting sacked in the morning as well from. Mm. The West Ham fans. You can't be losing to Aston Villa next week, guys. Otherwise, you've got no choice. <laughs> uh, team down in the relegation zone. Southampton picking up three points against uh, Leicester City. Carlos Alcaraz with the only goal of the game. I watched it. Uh, Leicester were bad. Win. Yeah. Uh, they're drawing themselves into that relegation. Scrap. Are there any, there anyone like Forest down? 12 down. I think he's in. I'd say Palace down. Apparently, said if they don't it's get their act together, they're, they're getting sucked in. Yeah. Mm. I, I, anything below Aston Villa can go down this season now. But, I mean, for me, how about that lot? The teams aren't in it. I would say Wolves, maybe. I think Forest survive based on home form. Yeah. I think them two can definitely Everyone else grind out it. the results. Yeah. Like Palace, well, I know they're way above it, but they're, they're not good. I'm watching them. They, yeah, I'm, I'm slightly worried. They've yeah, got no attack. 100%. Zaha, he's, he's very much Zaha reliant. If he doesn't show up, then they're in trouble. Yeah. At least saying and they also, are not doing enough, I don't think. Well, yeah. they're not getting them involved enough. Yeah. Uh, going to be interesting to see what happens the rest of the season, whether Vieira's there come next season. If they definitely get uh, relegated. If they're relegated, he's gone. You have to get rid of mm-hmm. um, And finally, from Saturday's results, Spurs being Spurs. <laughs> what did we say about this again? But <laughs> I saw the no one else again. Yep, we called that one. We said, yep, but most nil-nils, or the least amount of goals between these two, it's going to be nil-nil, isn't it? <laughs> but no, mm-hmm. one-nil at a Dharma Traore. <laughs> Like, come on, Spurs! You don't let him score. Fucking hell, lads! Come on. Oh, you can yeah, lose, just, but you don't let Troy or Ray score. Yeah, is it his resurgence time now? <laughs> is this the first goal he's going to get for another thirteen months? Yeah, I was going to say he, he won't score. I don't know how long it was in particular. That was just a guess. <laughs> you felt like a long time anyway. Uh, and then the other game from yesterday. Between uh, the two struggling sides, Forest and Everton played out a 2 2 draw. Nice game. Brennan Johnson scoring both goals. Yeah, really good game. Brennan Johnson one. definitely um, gets a big move at some point. I don't know where to. But... 
it gets a move. Oh, I gotta think he's a role. Way. Like he's a striker, pretty much, even though he's not technically. Mm-hmm. Like second striker, almost. I don't know where he fits. Yes. You'd think he fits us, Villa, but I don't think I would want him, personally. It's quite hard to see, actually, because I know what you mean. Like, I feel like he's too good for that Forest side, but then I'm trying to think of where else would you put him. Would he look out of price at Newcastle? Maybe a bit. I'm not too sure. Maybe Brentford? Yeah, it's weird, because you've got to then look at... If he leaves Forest... Does he go to like a West Ham run or, or an Everton if they're still in the Premier League? But it's like, that's not much of a jump up when you look at the quality of the squads. He's got to go to like a Brighton, Brentford, a Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Brentford, Newcastle, even Fulham this season. I'd, I'd want him to stay away from Tottenham, even though maybe that yeah, wouldn't be I too think, awful. I feel like that would just ruin his career, though. Like, it would just go so downhill. Yeah. Mm, difficult one. Wants to work out in the summer. Mm-hmm. I get, I get right, let's like, head over. a lot of money from them. Minimum 40. They'd probably ask for 50. Yeah, actually somewhere like, like that. Like it's a lot, I know, it. but it's the market today. That's just how much mm-hmm. they would seem worth it. He's gold dust to them. Yeah, absolutely. Key piece for them. Even if we can only score goals at home games. Well, goals are goals, so you take them whenever. Yeah, goals are goals, and Forrest are going to survive on that home form. So, yeah, fair play. Mm. Right, let's head over to Europe now, and we'll start off in Spain with Barcelona beating Valencia one goal to nil. Uh, Rafinha with the only goal of this game. Um, bad news for them, though. They lost Ronald uh, Arujo to uh, getting a straight red card. Obviously not the best for uh, Barcelona getting him sent off and Ferran Torres is is never taking a penalty ever again again for me that move just never made sense it just seemed like such a strange transfer I don't know I think it worked out for him he wants to be at home pretty much so yeah it made sense I I think it did personally Uh, they are extending their gap over Real Madrid because they could only draw nil-nil with uh, Real Betis. What's going on, on with Sunday them? Evening. I can't recall, recall it now. This is I don't understand. I think they're just attentions on the Champions League. Yeah, like this is typical Real Madrid. They will go and win the Champions League now. Yeah, such a poor performance from them. But I'm uh, so interested for that one now. Like Liverpool's form, could they? Mm. It's actually made me go at oh, the baby they made the eye of it completely. Nah, I think Madrid will it's show the Champions League. It. it just could happen. Oh yeah, I'm not disputing it. But you don't just go to the Bernabeu and score three goals. And Real Madrid not score. Yeah, there is that. Mm. Uh, elsewhere in the Liga, Atletico Madrid beat Sevilla by six goals to one. Uh, Good result there for uh, Diego Simeone. So the result sees them leapfrog uh, Real Sociedad into third place. Real Sociedad themselves could only manage a nil-nil draw with uh, Cadiz on Friday. Going back to it, Sevilla is 17th. The, the only reason they're oh. not in the relegation zone is because of goal difference, which is now looked 
bleak because they've just been smashed. What on earth? Are you telling me it's Sevilla and Valencia could be fucking relegated? That would be possibly that, the that biggest shot that would, in would, La Liga that, that, That's like uh, Everton and West Ham both getting relegated. I'll put that on the same level. Yeah. That that feels criminal. Oh, 100%. That feels, yeah. feels, that feels wrong. It's just not right. Yeah, that would be very, very strange if uh, them two go down. Uh, over in Germany. <laughs> I just saw that. Yeah. It's incredible. I didn't realise that actually myself. Are they going to win the Europa League? <laughs> they won't. Uh, anyway, let's head over to Germany now. Uh, Friday night saw Dortmund beat RB Leipzig by two goals to one. Emre Chan and Marco Royce with the goals there. A uh, good win for Dortmund to move them, uh, keep them level on points, sorry, with Bayern Munich, who obviously beat Stuttgart on Saturday 2-1. Uh, Matthias de Ligt and Eric Maxim to promoting, celebrating his contract extension with a goal there for Deserve uh, as well that contract extension. Yeah, he's just been an absolutely uh, phenomenal player for them. Uh, Union Berlin slipping out the way now, uh, drawing nil nil to FC Cologne, which is a disappointing uh, result for them considering Cologne are down in twelfth. Uh, Freiburg again the relegation war. I saw. Yeah, yeah, beating VfL Bochum two nil. Freiburg them are on nineteen points. That's amazing. Again, and Hertha Berlin only a point above points. them. That's... <laughs> Keep an eye on that one. Yep, five teams potentially going down there. Over in France, and Kylian Mbappe has finally become PSG's outright top goal scorer as they beat Nantes by four goals to two. Look, that's all nice, but is the trophy kind of irrelevant? Well, yeah, because it's it's a bit like the Harry Kane one. You're going to be updating it every time we speak into But this, now. I disagree with comparing it to Harry Kane because this one's actually worse. It, it has two o one literally on it. Yeah. The next game, he's going to completely eclipse it. And it's going to be pointless. Mm. Just odd. I, I didn't think it needed to be outlined two o one. Yes, I'm all for good Very, trophies, yeah, but that's strange. That, that one. Wizard. Yes. Uh, elsewhere going, in going Lisbon, on, uh, going completely off sport. <laughs> completely. Talking of good trophies, have you seen the women's Premier League one in cricket? I have done. That's yes. glorious. That is what I'm talking about with trophies. That's the standard. I feel like the men's IPL one is very similar to the uh, as well. So. You don't be big close. This uh, is me reaching out to the WSL get a better trophy. Yeah, all the women's trophies could do with a nice rebranding, actually. Actually, no, I, I can't lie, the Conti Cup one, it was, that was fine. The, the the Women's Super League one is not, no. <laughs> you look at the Premier League, yeah. you look at the Women's Super League, get some handles on that thing. You don't, you don't want a trophy, you can hold it with one hand. I'm, I'm sorry, you don't. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, back to France. Uh, Marseille managed to beat Rennes by one goal to nil to uh, have that second place a bit more assured. Uh, Monaco, because they drew uh, 2-2 with Troyes, and Stade de Rennes, again, still the most informed team 
out there beating uh, Ajaco by this one. This man has to get Zinsky's. a job in the championship at least minimum. Even when he gets, if, if he ever decides matches, to come over here, pro yeah. license. Maybe you'll see. Him. Get your pro <laughs> license first, <laughs> then you can come over here. But yeah, absolutely fantastic what uh, Will still is doing over there at Stadarem. And finally, let's head over to Italy because Napoli dropping points on Friday oh evening. Oh my God, this weekend. to Lazio. Matthias Ocino with the only goal of that game. Uh, elsewhere, AC Milan losing 2-1 to Fiorentina. Luka Jovic and Nicolas Gonzalez scoring the goals there uh, despite a last-minute uh, goal from Teo Hernandez wasn't enough for AC Milan. Inter Milan beat Lecce by two goals to nil in that one. Uh, Mkhitaryan and Lataro Martinez with the goals. And Roma beating Juventus, even without Jose Marini on the touchline. Gianluca Mancini with the goal. And Moise Keane so with one of the pick from this game. <laughs> Moise Keane. 40 That's seconds. all I need to say. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he comes on at the 89th minute. 40 seconds later, he's off. Like, it was baffling. He couldn't get any worse. You've just come on the pitch? <laughs> And he lost his head. Oh, you're getting sent. You're in the 90th minute as well. Like, you've been brought on to save them, and all you've done is kick out uh, the goal scorer. And... Oh, it's just absolutely it's so awful. Like, <laughs> yeah. How bad is your mentality that that happens? Just so, so strange. You always look like the gold standard for quick red cards is Gerard against Manchester United, this was worse. I don't know how <laughs> he's done this. Yeah. I mean, that one... <laughs> Is that Gerard's last season? Actually? I can't, well. it might have been, yeah. He comes on and he just stood first on answer Herrera, was it? <laughs> yeah, under Herrera. Oh, yeah. I, still, amazing. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of the table in Italy... Champions League spot. Well, they're into the Champions League spot now after oh, AC Milan uh, dropped points. Level of points, the two sides, but goal difference is what's given Jose Mourinho's side the best uh, goal difference. Juve, though, slipping out of all European contention as it stands. They're down I don't into know, they can still points. catch. You look at it, it's like, yeah, it could still happen. Juventus. I, mean, got... I hate it. I think they should just be banned from Europe entirely. Hmm. I mean, they can still get Europa Conference League because they have a much better goal difference than uh, Bologna, who are currently in that Europa Conference League place, however. Is that definitely sure that's, that's definitely on. the Conference League spot? Yeah. Because the way I was looking at the table, fifth might be the Europa League and then sixth might be the Conference League. No, it's... they get In Italy, they get two Europa League places. Well, that's the lines of this app that are wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm using one football. Uh, it's so not a sponsor. Make it a lot more clearer. <laughs> yes. Um, you should give us a sponsor because you are the best, clearly. <laughs> you get your lines right. Definitely. Um, this week we have Champions League football, uh, second legs of the round of 16 games taking place tomorrow. We have Chelsea versus Borussia Dortmund at Stamford Bridge. Obviously, Dortmund coming to this with a 1 0 advantage. And then the other game is Benfica versus Club Bruges. Benfica have a 2 0 advantage against Scott Parker's side. That still seems weird to say. <laughs> Scott Parker managing in the Champions League. 
Uh, and then on Wednesday, we have Tottenham versus AC Milan, with AC Milan having the 1-0 win in the first leg and Bayern Munich beating PSG 1-0 in the first leg in that one as well. So a lot to play for in all four of them games. You wouldn't say anything. Anyone is down and out at this minute of time. You wouldn't rule it out whatsoever. And then uh, on Thursday, we have the round of 16 starting in the Europa League and the Europa Conference League. Roma versus Real Sociedad should be a really fascinating tie. Sporting club versus Arsenal. And will Manchester United be able to bounce back against Real Betis? You would hope so. You'd hope so, but that won't be easy. That's an no, old traffic I'm guessing that first leg. Uh, yeah. Mm, it's probably not ideal for you lot, really. Unless I think you it's one that in... straight out, I think it then becomes a difficult one to then go to Betis. Yeah, I think it's one where they need this fan support, like that uh, second leg against Barcelona, get that fan support behind them and then get the result. Uh, so that the second leg the following week against Betis, you're not worrying about trying to score any late, late goals in it. It's a simple question of if you can't respond for this then that's a worry and I'm questioning every single player's mentality in that yeah it's going to be interesting to see what Ten Hag does over these next couple of days do you think he'll change uh, it Thursday. I think you'll see a couple of changes I think maybe uh, we'll see Malassia starting um, Sabitza coming back into the starting mm. 11 as I'm well I'm surprised he doesn't play more Sabitza hmm uh, and I think maybe Garnacho gets a start. Maybe potentially is Sancho still going to be injured for Thursday? Uh, I don't know how long he's out for. Mm. Well, he was on the bench actually. Martial still. Just... Yeah, Martial. I'm just thinking. Weghorst, does he get dropped at all? You put Rashford in the middle. You could still put Garnacho on the left and Rashford down the middle. That could work, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I'm not Eric Ten Hag. Yeah. Uh, before we finish, though, did you see possibly the weirdest thing this past weekend in the championship? Birmingham City not losing? <laughs> no, it happened at uh, Millwall's game at the Den. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. Why? FIFA, Why FIFA president Johnny at the den to watch and we all lose 3-2 to Norwich. I've heard good reputation. <laughs> Today I feel like I am Today I feel hooligan. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I don't yeah. even know why. Just so, so, so strange. Yeah. He's definitely I mean, saying don't they, get me wrong. I hear they're a family club. <laughs> I mean, they are close in the table, Norwich. And they are a family club. In they're trying to uh, do the, the reputation. you got to give them credit. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, Championship is still alive and running. We'll obviously get more around over the next month or so as we come towards the business end of the season there. And finally, let's head over to America. Because LAFC I've seen, big, got off. I've seen nothing. Wait, you carry on the run for the scores. I've got to go check. Yeah, so LAFC got off their title defence to a perfect start, beating Portland Timbers by three goals to two. 
uh, nice get a moment before, beforehand for LFC getting their rings to celebrate their championship season uh, last season. And it also means that in their six seasons in the MLS, they've never lost their first home game uh, of the season. Elsewhere, uh, new side St. Louis City won their first ever home game in the MLS, beating Charlotte by three goals to one. LA Galaxy's first game this season uh, ended in a 3-1 defeat to FC Dallas. And we'll finish off with your DC United, just because no, Christian no, They're Benteke. not my DC United. I'm, I'm a Benteke fan. I'm not a DC United fan. I'm a Christian Benteke supporter. Well, either way, DC United lost 2 to Columbus with Lucas. They lost 2-0 to Columbus Crew with uh, Lucas Zellerayan scoring a brace in that one. Yep, no goal for him this week. <laughs> Cry. It appears I can't have it both ways. Either Villa win or Benteke scores. I mean, you can have both, but unlikely. Like, it's, not, it's not allowed in my life. <laughs> right, that is it for this week's show. We'll be back later on. Uh, on Friday to have a look back at the Champions League action, Europe League action, and look ahead to another weekend of Premier League football. In the meantime, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. You're following us on Twitter at OfTCPod for all the latest news and stories. And in the meantime, we'll see you soon.